Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. I am your host, Martha Reddick, and this week we are going to be talking about toy overload, when there's toys everywhere, and how to help combat that. And for that, my guest this week is Leah Fryers. Hello, Leah. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad to be back, baby. Yes. <laughs> um, Leah has been with us for a couple of episodes before, uh, and she is back for this, and she's an expert in this because <laughs> some of her nanny families have had problems with too many toys. A little bit. Um, but before we get into that, let's do just a quick recap of your nanny history. Sure. So I've been with a family in Chicago for about three and a half years. Um, I was with another family for a year before that, and then another family in Cleveland that took me to Atlanta for a good year and a half. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it. So, so you've even moved with a I've family. M- yes, I have. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, well, wonderful. Uh, all right, let's let's start talking let's about get into it. Toy overload. Those toys. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of people have different philosophies about what's too many toys and I know as nannies we don't really get a say yeah in how many toys right. the kids have no um however just to start us off how what is your philosophy about what is too many toys what is too many toys well uh for me I think there is a definite importance of personal space mm-hmm. when you have children your whole life goes into them everything right but in order to keep your own sanity, you have to keep like those special places where <laughs> this is just a coffee table that doesn't have coloring books and coloring stains all over it. And a living room is a living room. It doesn't have to have all the toys in it. Dining, you know. Right. So I think when it starts to spill, when you have designated spaces for toys and then it starts to spill over into the grown up spaces, quote mm-hmm. unquote, then I think you got too many toys. I completely agree. Yeah. Have you found, I guess, so you're saying that the tipping point for it is when there's no longer space, adult space. Yeah. And I think also no longer space for the toys. Like if there's not a spot for them to live, (laughs) then then you have got too many. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes, I completely agree. And I know that with some of your nanny families, you have gone through and organized the toys. Definitely. Um, and created a system for them. Yeah, so I think that is hard. I think that differs from every person, person right. to person. Also, on your own, what what you can handle. Like, the right. amount of mess <laughs> that you personally can handle. So I think a lot of that, a lot of my cleaning and organizing spans from... I can't handle that much mess. But um, yeah, so I've taken to what I like to do is take ideas from their schools if they go to schools and how they organize their toys because then it's familiar to them. Right. And also they know that you have to clean up afterwards. (laughs) Yeah. They remember that. So I did that with like an art table section. I had like it done exactly, almost exactly like they had at school. But other ones are kind of hard, but I do. I like a lot of boxes and labeling. Right. I, I don't think that I'm great at organizing, but I can get it out of the way. I think you are great at organizing Thanks. from what I've seen. <laughs> and whenever we have had a play date at your nanny family's, uh, yes. cleanup has been so easy there. Yes. Because well, everything's labeled. Right. It has a, it has a home. Yes. Even though there's a lot of homes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yes, I do think that that's important and then I think that also helps have a visual of like this is our cars box yeah and it is completely full if you get more car stuff I'm not making a second box yeah so some of this has to go away yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) um so I think that that's probably helpful to have all those spaces for it. Um, yeah. A lot of my nanny families have had more just like the these are the giant bins where all the toys yeah. end I've up. Not, yeah, I've known families like that too, which is fine because then it just gets dumped and then it all goes back in there. Right. However, mm-hmm. the kids that want you to find a specific thing, the one blue car. <laughs> then that is very tricky. And all usually for me ends up in then, tears. Yeah. Then you have <laughs> from to, you. You have to help me or yeah, yeah. we're not going to find right, it. Right. Um and so or I I wasn't here last night. I don't know what you did with yeah. it. So yeah. that has been right. A struggle, a struggling point. Yeah. But one of the best ways to prevent that from happening is to have fewer toys. Yes, definitely. Um, So when you are approaching children about even the potential of giving away toys, because I know that even just talking about it can end in tears. Oh, yeah. (laughs) From you. From you (laughs) or from the kids. From the kids. Or from the parents. I feel like everyone, there's a lot of emotion in our stuff. Yeah. And I do think that that's a cultural thing that bleeds over into children for sure. sure. Yeah. Um, And having now started nannying for kids who do watch more TV Mm -hmm. and like actual TV, not Netflix. Yeah. I remember all the commercials. Commercials, yeah. There's so many commercials yeah. and they're marketed so well. Oh yeah. Towards children. So I do see how kids are just being bombarded all the time mm-hmm. with like we need this stuff. Yeah. And it works super well. Yeah. On adults and children. It totally does. Um but how have you found success in the past of like even bringing up the idea of Yeah giving away some toys I know I guess like 
it could be kind of harsh my approach but uh-huh. i just like tell them tell it to them like it is i'm like <laughs> listen you've got too many there are children that don't have any toys and mm-hmm. that always sparks a conversation with them and if that doesn't work it always comes to well if you get rid of these you make room for new toys yeah which seems to get them really excited because they're instant gratification children right yeah and then there's there's the promise of new toys yeah um no i think that that's that's a really good system um I know that you found success with donating to a specific classroom. Yeah. Too. Yeah, which was really great because that's another thing with it is that when you tell them like there are children that don't have toys or there are spaces that really need toys and you don't play with these anymore, they start to think about it. And for one of the kids that I nanny, he wanted to see where the the toys were going to go, like who was going to get them so that he could show them. Like maybe Aww. how some of the toys work. And That's like Toy Story 3. Yeah, it was exactly like that. And I did cry. <laughs> just like I did at the end of Toy Story 3 and throughout the entire movie. So you bawled? Yeah. <laughs> I was sobbing. In the corner, sucking my thumb. Anyway. Yep. Uh, yeah, and he was so excited about it and so happy. And he knew that he was doing something good. But he also like was a little embarrassed by it when people would bring it up to him, you know. So right. that he knew that like... Yeah, but don't talk about it. This is just right. it's just something good we did. That's yeah, and he awesome. and so like whenever I bring up again, like we got to go do another trip, we need to donate. He's like totally up for it. Yes, I do think that there there is something if you as a a nanny and or a parent can find a way to let your child see that process. Yeah, from like. I these are toys that I don't play with anymore to these children are now playing with my toys that I didn't even care about yeah which was a little nerve-wracking at first because you know that when other children look (laughs) at your toys and they're like wait a minute that's cool I want that back hold on yeah but they they he didn't do that he was great that's awesome yeah and then did you write afterwards like was there any literally instant gratification of like on the way home you stop by target no okay i was just curious no we didn't do anything like that it was just the gratification that you did it that's wonderful and i think that's probably why it's lasted so much longer i don't think he noticed that they were gone no i I, didn't notice yeah see (laughs) i and i do do that sometimes and and i'm not blaming the parents at all like i think that you just you get busy like in my own house I have stuff like that that I need to get rid of that I just haven't oh yeah because you just don't have the time we're but when sitting you, yeah, in mine exactly yeah <laughs> but when you have the time for somebody else and that's part of your job you, you do it and it, yeah and it's good to instill those values in them but um did you talk to the parents about it before yeah you did it? I usually do because they like to keep certain things like they've mm-hmm. kept some baby stuff just in case yes. which is fine <laughs> um but certain toys that I just know they won't want to they're not like hand-me-downs they're not right. relics you know I can just get rid of and I do that also sometimes when I know that there's just too many things like McDonald's toys oh yeah oh my gosh there's so many and they get repeated and then you just have a box of them that nobody plays with. Mm-hmm. So I just those I drop off to like Salvation Army or whichever, you know, thrift store is closest right. donation center. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For me growing up, those always went to my mom's classroom. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, I'm going to put this in the prize box because you're not playing with it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, yeah, do it. That's great. 
um, make another child earn that <laughs> thing that I that got I earned for, for eating free. my French fries. <laughs> exactly. Um, but okay, how about toys that are broken? Mm-hmm. Um, do you one try to fix it? Two, do you tell the kid that you're getting rid of it and/or throwing it away? Um, yeah. So I think this is an this is might be specific for every kid, right? Because uh, yeah, we do try to fix toys the first time if they're broken because usually it's a little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I do tell them that if they're not careful with their toys and if they break them, then I'm gonna give them away to somebody who will take care of them. Uh-huh. And they don't really argue with that, right? They're like, okay, <laughs> but because they also have so many, and it's kind of they kind of have that like now new mindset Mm -hmm. that if it's broken it's a dead toy to them okay they don't even so they don't mind no that's so funny i think there was one thing that they got really upset about that i said all right we'll try to fix it and i put it away for a while and they never asked about it Hmm. yeah i've heard some um parents uh have a tactic where they will hide a toy Mm -hmm. for like two weeks yeah and just see if it gets asked about yeah and if it doesn't get asked about, then they give it away. Yeah. Which I think is probably. Yeah. There have been some that I've donated on my own and then have <laughs> <laughs> come up to bite me in the butt later because they've asked about it. I'm like, oh, I don't know where that went. It's, it's around here somewhere. Yep. Um, you just never find it. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll forget about it. Yeah. And then they forget about it again. Yeah. Until like a year later. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's that's an overall really good approach. Yeah. Of, and I, I do think my personal philosophy, though I've never been like in charge of a toy purge, mo- almost, in fact, all of the families that I've nannied for have done a really good job of doing yeah. it themselves, yeah. which is great. And they usually like a month before Christmas, like around Thanksgiving, yeah. we'll do like a big purge. Yeah. And then we'll do one before birthdays. birthdays yeah. Yeah. So we've had the unfortunate. <laughs> luck of having a purge before Christmas and then right after that having to do another purge for a birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's just timing. Yeah. It's hard. It is. Yeah. Um, but I I think my personal philosophy is the more honest you can be Absolutely. about it with the kid because then you're setting them up for success later yeah. in life. Of, yeah. Like, no, you should get part with some things to make room for other things in your life. I think the kids that I'm with now have really gotten it. Like I've had a a bag and a castle of toys of in the back of my trunk. (laughs) And one of them saw it the other day and they're like, what is that? Why is that back there? And I was like, Oh, sit down. You're not supposed to see that. He was like, why do you have that? Well, I'm donating it. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? Okay. Like just, it's become, so Just easy part of for them. The, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. But I've also known, I, I was getting my hair done for a wedding once <laughs> and this woman was telling me that she likes to do um, threats for cleanup. Like if you don't oh. clean up this toy, I'm going to donate it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm giving it away. Mm-hmm. And then she does. Oh yeah. And then the kids are really upset, but then they always clean up after themselves. That's a good idea. Yeah. Cause yeah, I do. I have struggled with getting kids to clean up 
before for sure and i think that's probably a harder or a more difficult thing for a nanny to say yeah um is if you don't clean this up then it's going yeah. away yeah but um but i think that they're that you could talk to the parents about it yeah for sure because i bet the parents would not mind their kids yeah being better helpers with cleaning exactly. up exactly um and we do a lot of like we have 10 minutes left before we're moving on to whatever yeah. so now is the time to help clean up i also like to do if you don't clean it up then I'm going to clean it up and you're not going to know where it went and right. you're not going to see me later and then you're going to wonder where that toy was. That's a and really good point. you're going to wish that you put it away yourself. Yeah, that's a really good point. I usually get some going. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I always do the, I will help you for five minutes. Oh yeah, that's good. Um, And then after that, the, yeah, whatever is left is for you to clean up. Yeah. And if you choose to waste the five minutes that I'm helping... Then so be it. So be it. Mm -hmm. Then you can't move on to the next cool thing you want to do until it's cleaned up. Yeah. Um, And I was like, in a lot of time when we all work together, it takes less than five minutes. So let's just do it. Um, Something else that I have seen in my research before this is um, to combat what you were talking about of toys taking over kind of more adult spaces or just general family areas. Mm -hmm. Um is making a big square in a room mm-hmm. and being like the toys that are in this space can stay out and like having times that that yeah. also needs to be cleaned up but the toys that are in this space can stay out yeah but if it goes out of this space then you have then to clean you have it to up clean it up yeah. yeah that's good too of just giving literally clear boundaries yes. of like yes. this is your space to play in yeah and so if you bring a toy in here great yeah. but if you run out of space in there yeah then, no, that is really nice i like that too. um i like that idea a lot mm-hmm. something else that i have seen that i am very curious about your opinion on is the 15 toy rule. yeah so i had never heard of that yeah so this is something that i read an article about which I don't have the citing for. I'll try to find it um, and post it this week. But on chroniclesofnania.com. Mm-hmm. Check it out. <laughs> or find us on Facebook because uh, I'll post it there as well. But um, it's the idea that a child only owns 15 toys. And so they can get a new toy. But it means they have to get rid of one of their 15. Like you max it out at literally 15. Yeah. Um, And I think it's a a really interesting idea. It also, and when I was reading it, was talking about how this, because of this, you then encourage family members or family friends to only give them experiences Mm -hmm. or like put money towards experiences um like memberships to museums or yeah. camps or whatever yeah. um instead of having giving them physical toys yeah so i think i think it would be difficult to do yeah 15 yeah cuz like size and yeah shape yeah and i don't know that i would then you just have to be really clear about your rules of like does a truck that holds a bunch of smaller cars count yeah. as one toy? Right. <laughs> or does it count as yeah. 
five. Um, so things like that yeah. I would be interested and curious about. Legos, what do yeah, those count as? Yeah. Um, so I think it's hard to implement. I also, I would hope that a parent wouldn't include books in that. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, because that would be ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, especially with all the studies about the more books you have around your house, the more literate your child will be. Yeah. Like later in life. Yeah. So, so important. So important. But you lit up when I said experiences. Yeah, so let's talk about I, that. I definitely wrote that down that um, I think that's a good way of managing it. And like also helping parents to if if you notice that there's a problem and like trying to talk to them about it. Um, they actually for one of the birthdays that came right after Christmas, mm-hmm. I th- it was last year. She wrote on the invitation no toys. Nice. And he was all for it. Right. Because he was still going to get toys from his mom and dad mm-hmm. and his grandparents, but like no friends brought toys. Right. Which was so great. And he was totally game. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I totally agree with that, that rewards should and could be experiences mm-hmm. instead of toys. Like that's such a quick way to get that instant gratification. But there's so much more of a buildup and so much more of a light in their eyes when they get to do something with you. And right. Yeah. Yeah. And it can even be as simple as like 15 minutes alone with yeah. mom or dad yeah. of like, I I promise you my undivided attention mm-hmm. for this amount of time and like your sibling won't be there. Right. Um, yeah. I know one family uh, that I have nannied for the mom and the dad both really try to carve out time for each individual child Mm -hmm. um which i think is just so special um and like they let that child kind of decide what he or she wants to do um and i think that that's a really great thing and it bonds them really well and sometimes i'm even nannying while they take one of them out so then i get individual time too which is nice for me yeah So I think those are all really great things. And it's something that I try to think about um, when giving Christmas gifts. Yeah. Um, But a lot of times I can't afford. Yeah. uh, Like a membership, a year long membership. But I can't afford like one. Right. Like one trip to the nature museum. Exactly. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, which I have done before. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. One of the kids I nannied really loves butterflies Uh and insects. And so in Chicago, we have this nature museum that has a butterfly room. Mm -hmm. And so I took, I took her there for that and she loved it. That's great. Yeah. So those are all really good ideas to help combat, to help like kind of get in front of toy overload. Yeah. I think, um, Another thing that for I know that books aren't really toys and I don't think that there's anything wrong with having a lot of books. Mm -hmm. However, books can fall into that category of mess when they are torn or not being read. Yes. Or anything like that. And so something that I have really found uh, to work well for that is going to the library yeah with some frequency yeah um and and having the talk of we have to return these mm-hmm. books mm-hmm. and then we get to check out new books yeah also gets them in that mindset of giving something back and yeah of keeping it yeah for yeah sure. 
Um, and so that has made then talks of giving away toys mm-hmm. a lot easier. Yeah. Um, because they're like, oh, but I already do that with my books. Right. Yeah, that's so. great. And then if there's one that they check out over and over and over. Then you buy it for then them. Then I buy it for them for the next Christmas yeah. or whatever. Genius. Yeah. It's worked out quite well. That's great. Um, yeah. We talked before a little bit about talking to parents, mm-hmm. but... And and maybe you haven't experienced this directly, but do you have any advice or thoughts on if the parents are kind of stubborn about toy overload yeah. and just like buying so many toys and you're just like, yeah, I this think, is unmanageable. I know. I think that it does get to them. They do notice it like on the weekends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, they're pretty okay with me kind of taking the reins as long as I like I know like I said they like to keep some baby stuff and mm-hmm. there's toys that like the dad has passed down right that definitely they want to keep which I totally get that's great yeah um but yeah they're kind of okay with me just I don't even think they notice <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's great yeah yeah because I I there are some families that the nanny is there so much of the day yeah. that I I think that the parents actually may not even know except on those weekends. And sometimes families that the nanny is there during the week so much. And then on weekends, they have such busy social busy, calendars yeah. for their kids mm-hmm. that it's like they actually never really see their kids interact with their toys. Right. Um, which I can easily see how that yeah. would happen. <laughs> And I also have an interesting situation because I still work while the kids are in school. Right. So I'm doing like household errands and things like that. Yeah, like house manager stuff. Yeah, so that's part of it is that I like take the time to go through the toys and make sure that everything's good so that they can get more in. And yeah. Yeah, that's all mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. I think we somewhat talked about like community spaces, mm-hmm. but what about kids rooms oh yeah um have you found that having fewer toys in the kids rooms or letting the kids rooms kind of be their sanctuary of like I can have this room however I want it the other rooms I have to keep clean yeah so they both started with just books and stuffed animals in their rooms and Mm -hmm. that's kind of how it was um when one of them started to wean off of naps he would ask to have toys in his bed mm-hmm. and I would let him play with toys before I came to read to him. Uh-huh. But then as soon as that time was over, they got put away and he could play with stuffed animals in his bed, but no hard toys. Right. Just to keep it separate so that it mm-hmm. is like a different space so that being in your bed isn't a playtime. Yes. So that they get that. But again, a little toy overload got pushed <laughs> into those places and now there's like a couple buckets of toys in his room but he it's still kind of the same rule mm-hmm. where he will play with them outside of his bed mm-hmm. but he doesn't bring them in his bed as much anymore um the other one is younger and he likes to bring one or two toys that just sleep on his uh-huh. bed with him yes i would experience yeah, that as well which is totally fine with me because he doesn't play with it either and i think just because they have never really had toys in their room right that that was never an option for them. Right. I think that's a good point about keeping the bedrooms as really a place for like 
winding mm-hmm. down and like only really sleep happens yeah. in here um is a good idea especially for little kids that are still like napping and trying to figure out that of like yeah. when they're actually weaning off naps or when they're just struggling to like calm their brains down yeah um, and and I think it's great that you still keep books in there though so that it's still is stirring their imagination a bit just in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And they can like flip through the books yeah. or as soon as they get old enough, read the books. Yeah. Um, which is great. No. One of my older nanny kids was like, can I read to you tonight? Oh God, I can't wait for that. I know. It just made my heart so happy. That's amazing. Yep. Um, that's like my dream. <laughs> right? My English major oh, dream. I'll sit back. Yep. I'll you read to me. You're like an audiobook. <laughs> um wonderful. Well, I think, I think we got it. Yeah. I think we talked about it. I can't really think of anything else. Yeah. But if you, listener, have something that you were like, but wait, they didn't talk about this, please email in to chroniclesofnania at gmail.com and... I would be more than happy to answer it for you or to research. And then I can also reach out to Leah and get her ideas on your question. If there's something that you're like, but they didn't talk about this. Um, And I would love to help you in any way that I can. Um, And then also follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook because I will be putting up articles about this um, on those places or visit chroniclesofnania.com. And I will be putting up stuff there, too. Also, if you have been enjoying listening to Chronicles of Nania and have an extra five minutes, if you can go on iTunes and write a review, that is the best way for us to reach new listeners. So if you can just go on, give us the star rating that you feel is appropriate. Five stars. (laughs) I hope it's five stars. But if it's not, then tell me why in that review. Um, Even not so great reviews are still helpful. So if you have an extra five minutes, I would really, really appreciate that. Um, And then we end each episode with a fun story or quote from a kid. So I got a good one from a few (laughs) days ago that I texted you about but Uh I gotta put it on here because it was great so the younger kid and I were reading a book Mm -hmm. and it was labeling foods and drinks and things (laughs) and I pointed to a white carton that had a cow on it and I said what's that and he said I don't know and I said yes you do it's got a cow on it and he said oh cow juice We laughed about it, both of us, for quite some time. It was oh, great. that's so funny. I bet. I mean, it makes sense. It, do- it makes it so tracks. much sense, but it sounds gross. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I shut it down. <laughs> I love I said, it. No, it's milk. <laughs> no, this is milk. Clearly, thanks for trying. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Leah. Thank you. It was great to be on. Yeah, and thank you for listening. Have a great week. The Chronicles of Nanny is produced by Martha Reddick and Logan Nielsen. Artwork and logo by Noni Amadon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nanya and on Twitter at Nanya Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnania at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.